All right, folks. Uh, you're listening to the Chronicles of a Mad Asian. I'm Lulu Sun, and I have the privilege to be here again with Spicy Meatball and Reed. Hello. Today, we are going to talk about swingers. Oh. So I have never done it before, but I have friends who have. Have you? It's just a, a upfront, forward question. Uh, no. Well, you know what? Ladies first here. All right. Let's not beat around the proverbial bush here. Right. So I have never <laughs> done it personally, but, um, I do have friends that live in that world. Um, and yeah, so I've heard a lot about it and I, I'm very, very fascinated by the whole idea and the way it actually works or doesn't work for people. So every time somebody opens up to me that they've tried that, I am always like a million questions in. So you're the, the trusted friend that gets all the dirt done. Oh, for sure. Either that or I'm the really obnoxious person who just keeps asking questions regardless. Well, that's what I'd like to be today, I learned. Uh, I don't believe I've had the conversation with a, with a partner of, you know, would you like to open up our relationship? Or I've never felt the, the need to. Uh, I don't have a problem with it at all. I'm realizing that I don't have the friends you all have. So a uh, little heads up to those on my, on my close list, up your game. Are you sure you don't have those friends? I'm not sure. I, I think I think I might have two of them that just haven't told me, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll be investigating that more. So are you saying that you do want to potentially open? I, I don't I don't see the big deal. I, I, if you take it at its base point, sex is sex. It's a physical act designed to bring some some happiness and relief. And who's gonna say no? to more happiness and relief in their world. Okay, I'm gonna say no, because I don't want my husband's dick in another woman's vagina the same day on multiple occasions. Well, what if you're first? What if uh, my first what? Well, yeah, what if, what you're, if you're first, then you have no, no idea, no difference. Mm, no. Still, still a hard no? Yeah. So, so has this conversation come up between you and, and the mister? It has, Yeah. it has, and you know what? He's not into it either. So how did it come up then? If he's not interested and you're not interested, how did the topic come up? Because okay. she's lying to our faces. Well, so I'm intrigued by it, right? The whole concept of multiple relations happening in front of each other. And I realize that there can be some private relations happening as well. But just the fact of opening up to like, I feel like it's different when you're doing it with, or in front of other people versus just having sexual relations separately to where I guess you could just call it cheating. I, I don't know. I, I guess that's kind of the whole appeal of it, isn't it? Six. Like there, there are definitely some things that uh, I've seen on the, on the internet that I have zero desire to do with the love of my life, but have a little bit of interest in doing with someone that I never see again. Yeah, sure. Write it off and call it done. But is it swinging? Isn't that a win-win? Is it swinging or cheating? I'm still trying to define swinging. I'm the Bill Clinton of podcast episode twos. You define it for me and I'll tell you what it is. Okay, so I actually Googled this and the internet definition of a swinger is a person who engages in group sex or the swapping of sexual partners. So it's only cheating if you don't have a clear understanding of what's about to happen with the other person. That's what I would say. Is that Are correct? you being honest with your partner, and do they know that you're about to? Well, yeah, sure. At, at some point, you have to grow up and embrace the adult world and have a tough conversation. Uh, uh, otherwise, you just 
are, are cheating and have to deal with the repercussions. Okay, so what do you do if you try and initiate that conversation and the other person says thanks, no thanks, but you still want to do it? Well, I mean, that's I'm the just point. throwing that out. Th this is all hypothetical, but I would like to think that I'm the person that would, would discuss it and you know, uh, what is it, radical candor? Is that where you just mm -hmm. throw it all out on the line and, and say, here's where we are? Yeah, sure. If you feel strong enough, then sure. So I have some friends, and they were married for a very long time. And early on in their marriage, he came to her and said, I am not good with a monogamous relationship. Like, I need to have other activity in my relationship. And... If you're not good with that, then this isn't going to work. And How early on? Um, I, you know, honestly, I obviously I wasn't in their life at that point because they were married for a long time. Um, so I think it was, I want to say that they started dating in high school, and so this conversation probably took place in. How could you not be curious? What else is out there or what else is offered if you've been with the same person since high school? Thank it's you. It's before you start to peak. It's before you're aware of what the world can offer. Uh, let, let's just oh, talk let, to each other. Let's be clear that this was not a situation of this gentleman never having sown his wild oats. Okay. Like <laughs> homeboy definitely uh, got his, his little, little hashtag yeah, manslip. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was experienced. Think, you know what? That's another podcast topic mm. about, you know, being with somebody since high school. But uh, I'm a strong believer in that everybody needs to have at least five partners before the, they get serious. This subject is interesting for our group because we're all in long-term relationships. Yeah. yeah. There's not like a, oh, I, I just went on a date with a girl and, you know, we've, we've seen each other for a month or whatever. And I let her know that uh, I'm really enjoying it. But I'm not one to, to be tied down so early or what have you. You know, there, there's a huge dynamic that we're missing here. Well, but that's what always blows my mind about this, right? And why I'm so fascinated by, I feel like it's a very animalistic thing. And like in their relationship, he said to her, I want to be with you, but it won't work unless I can have this component. So the two of them were swingers for probably 15 years. And ultimately, he met someone through their swinging, uh, and they divorced. And I'm like, how is that not going to be the inevitable outcome, right? As a female, there's, you know, you made the comment a moment ago, Reed, about it being very physical from the male perspective, but it's very emotional for women. Uh, now, let's be clear. Okay. Sex is emotional regardless of what it is. I, I would like to think that the way I was brought up, uh, you know, sure, we, we've all had one night stands or what have you, but... Yeah, there, there's a, a genuine uh, care or or attention paid to the other person. It's not just a physical act unless you go into it specifically with that in mind. I do believe it can be separated. I'm far from the expert on making that happen. I would love the chance to do so. Well, Meatball made two points that I'd like to address. Number one is um, that this is an emotional for women. I can say that I am not an emotional woman, so I don't think it would impact me as much. The second bullet is um, that the man ended up falling in love with the swinger. So that was a concern with my husband. What if I fell in love? Okay, well then I guess it just wasn't meant to be. That was my comment, harsh or not. 
exactly. I agree. Why does it need to be taken further than that? The, what's the, the marriage success rate? It's in the 40s or 50s? Yep. So it's really a, a coin flip at any given point, right? At some point, there, there are couples that stay together for, for the kids. There are couples that stay together because of a religion or a fear of being outcast. You're, you're not talking about anything real at that point. But I guess that's, you know, like, to me, it's like then, and I don't know, I, I'm so I'm so fascinated by this topic because I'm like, on one hand, I see from the female perspective, well, or male, regardless, you know, depending on your situation, like, why the fuck would you put yourself in that situation if you really care about this person? But then on the other hand, I'm like, but if you feel secure enough in your relationship, then I mean, well, I, I don't know. It, it, it could slash should be something you do together. You have the two of you finding a third instead of one of the two of you going off and, like and finding climbing. one other. <laughs> I, I definitely say that I, I'm not I'm not well versed on the the swinger uh, intro or, or the swinger wiki, but yeah, I'd kind of imagine you starting off with the partner. Well, yeah, my I know my my missus would definitely not love it if I were like, hey, I'm going out tonight. Don't wait up. I'll text you. You know, like pictures. Have you guys ever been to a swingers bar? So I have not, but I recently had a conversation with somebody who, this is, yes, I do know a number of swingers. I don't know how they gravitate towards me. What can I say? So I did have a conversation with somebody recently and she was talking about the swinging bar, swinging club experience. And I was totally fascinated. So I kept asking her all these questions. Um, but she was talking about their first couple of times when she went with her husband to these clubs and they would literally go in there's all these other couples in there and I just yeah no I've never been but sounds very interesting I have been who do you suspect would be oh I have been to swingers bars because I am also so intrigued of this lifestyle um very interesting um very Wait, hold on, Lulu. I have to pause you there for a minute. Reed, were you surprised by that? Uh, I was. Yeah. Just, just based on the, the first kind of intro of what Lulu said. Yeah. It, it didn't seem like she was a fan or would consider it in general. Well, just because I don't agree to it. Okay, let me rephrase that. It's not that I don't agree to each their own. So you definitely agree to it. <laughs> but just because I don't engage in it, we'll put it that way, doesn't mean that I'm not curious. I think that's totally valid, but continue. Please tell me your, your experience. Yeah. Okay. So we're in this room and there's a, there was a bar in the front and then there was a, like a dance club right behind it. And you see all these people dancing and I'm sitting there and listening to all these different people approaching people at the bar. So I guess my forehead said non-swinger because nobody approached me, but there was secret room rooms plural in the back and you'd see these people approaching each other and then them going into the back so i'm wondering meatball did your friend ever tell you about these secret rooms and what they do in there i mean i guess it's obvious what they do in there but yeah i mean she definitely told me that they i mean this was not a one-time event for them this was a very regular occurrence for them yeah they were friends, also mutual friends with the other friends I mentioned. So this was a very regular occurrence for them. But um, yeah, they partook. That is a huge question for me. What's up? If you do decide 
to be a swinger. Do you swing with friends because it's comfortable, or do you swing with people that you meet randomly in swingers' bars or social media, whatnot? I mean, if you're going to swing, swing with everybody, baby. Let's take it back to the free love in seventies. Yeah, but if you're like, if you're trying to kind of like, I think I feel like there's got to be some kind of line or barrier, maybe a little bit to keep some of the emotional confusion out of it, you know. And like, I feel like, and I know with these friends of mine who are also friends with each other, they don't swing with each other. They. This gets this is very complicated. It's like a spider's web. Oh, they go to it. they go to swinging events together. They do not engage in swinging with each other. Oh, no, no okay. threesomes, but but yes. approve of all the they action. they partake with other people, but they don't partake together. Mm. If that makes sense. Well, because another question I was going to ask too about swinging, because I mean I don't know if. If just one person sitting back and watching the entire experience is considered swinging. That's called no. a voyeur. A voyeur? <laughs> yes. That's terrible. What's the point? Who's going to be sitting in the corner? Because one, two, three, not it. Okay. I'm going to be in on the action, let me tell you. Okay, but then, so that brings up a question for me. So if you're in a relationship and let's just say you are the one who is like, pro swinging like baby let's do this and your significant other's like so you talk them into it so you go to this club and it's a swinging club and you are like gung-ho you're like off to the races you found somebody like the other person like as the other person how how does this go how do you feel about this Okay, so I will say that there is a situation. I have deals with my friends that when they meet new people, they need to tell me where they're meeting, who they're meeting with, and I would be at the same place but in the background and nobody would know. So I actually went out on a swinging meet date. You were your friend's swingers chaperone? Yes, but hiding in the background to make sure that nothing (laughs) happened, that she was safe. Is this the same instance, or are these two separate instances when you were at Swingers Clubs? No, Ooh, different. That's a good question. Different. Mm-hmm. I like it. Interesting. The plot thickens. Well, I've bit. got Swinger friends. <laughs> I, I would like to say, I think if one person shows a, a hesitance or a resistance, it's the best idea is not to move forward with that. Because then you're just a, you're just a cheating asshole. Right. Like, I, I feel like that, that unfortunately falls mostly among the men. I haven't seen the science behind it, but that, that feels fair. Well, I do want to bring up a safety moment here because this is important when you're meeting strangers, right, for the first time. My cardinal rule of thumb is to take a picture of their driver's license or their license plate and text it to your friends so there is evidence in case something happens to you. So you literally ask a dude to show you Fuck his yes. driver's license. Yes. Okay, wait. But you have been in a relationship with somebody for <laughs> No, this is these years. are my friends who are going out and okay. meeting people. I want them to send me this. So uh, you have your friends take pictures of their yes. date's driver's license. Yes. If you can get them to take pictures of the social, we can all get free iPads. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I mean, somebody's going to get fucked, but we're going to get loved. By the way, what's the rule on cursing on this podcast? Open. The more Perfect. the merrier. Love I it. hope. I, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, in go. line with our 
theme for today, swingers, the more the merrier. As it should be. Let's spread the, uh, let's spread the love. <laughs> All right. I'm out of bullets. Okay. So you read, you brought up uh, the movie Swingers. That's before correct. Before we started talking. Here. Little little word association, sure. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate some uh, some solid comedy from the uh, the the mid to late nineties. Absolutely. Okay, so what can you bring into this podcast through that movie? Uh, the movie Swingers wasn't about swingers. That's it, what it I was, was just about, about to say. Two guys who were just open to things. Yeah. So why is it called Swingers? Uh, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to go back and it's probably been, I, I'll tell you what, and this is some, some info that nobody knows. The last time Jeez. I saw swingers is when I put it on in a dorm room of a, a girl I never saw again. It was like a, a movie that you start and then you just kind of let play. Uh, could, could swinging be throwing the dice on a craps table? Cause I, I know they were doing that. Uh, there was nothing sexual in that movie. John exactly. Favreau. It was crying the whole time about not getting laid. And Vince Vaughn was crying the whole time about how often he get laid, but I don't remember it happening. Was there a, was there a threesome I'm forgetting in that? I honestly can't remember. I haven't oh, seen it in years. Kelly. And you know what? When this podcast airs, I'm going to have already watched Swingers, and I'm going <laughs> to listen to this moment right here and just be so disappointed in myself. You're going to be kicking yourself. Absolutely. I wish I had something more to offer with that, but... Uh, no, but but that, that's a standard movie, right? And if that's an intro to to bring into the swinger subject, then so be it. I, I mean, so many of the taglines from that movie work. Like, uh, if I were in the middle of a relationship with someone, I wasn't going to have a relationship. Would I want them to tell me that I was all money? Yes, I would. Time after time. Uh, would I want to hear that uh, any scotch I would like is, is provided on the house? You better believe it. Hey, let's swing, baby. Let's go. So I have a question for both of you. All right. Final closing comments. Okay. So I have been mistaken for a swinger on multiple occasions. Have you guys ever had that experience? How did, how did it happen? So um, I am a very friendly, outgoing person. And this was, a, this was a problem with me, honestly. I've spent... Mm, many hours thinking about this honestly that i'm i'm a very outgoing friendly person um very engaging in the way i talk to people right out of the gate and so a lot of times people think i am interested and the same thing has held over in my relationship with my husband that when we go places and we meet couples i am very engaging i'm very friendly with people so a lot of times people will default to thinking that I am interested, we are interested in them sexually. And it's further complicated by the fact that we share a mutual best friend, a female. Um, So idea of us being a threesome or a thruple potentially as it was. Um, Yeah, so when we present in social situations, sometimes we are perceived as swingers. And I have been told actually been told by people, uh, so-and-so does not want to have contact with you because they think you're a swinger. Ouch, maybe. No, I have bitch face. Nobody approaches me. That's surprising to hear in in 2022. It sounds so very stuck up, and I... Uh, that's surprising to me. Well, I mean, but you know, yeah, you absolutely thought it was... does. Like, oh, well, Joe won't won't discuss uh, political issues or what have you with you because you're you're, you're a dirty whore, you know. <laughs> and we we don't appreciate that. Yeah, we're good Baptists. That it's seems not like something a, a that far we're far leap. 
you well, from like yeah. zero to 60 real quick there, Reed. You know, it's called the long jump, not the short jump. <laughs> well, with that, we'll have our closing comments here. So we are coming to an end. So uh, thanks for joining us today and hope you're able to join us on the next topic, which is about being naked. Peace. My favorite. Uh, how do you feel having a husband just lie right to your face? How do I feel about it? Um, wait, shit. I forgot your question. It's all good. So did I. What was where, it? where are we at? What did you ask? Is drinking during this the best idea? See, this is I'm a having good a great time. This is a B thing. <laughs> oh, this is the B roll. Yeah, this is the B roll. All right, here we go. Mark it. We so made it three whole minutes. <laughs> uh, that, no, that, that's why you. you listen. Okay. So I said.